Hello and welcome to Good Listeners. This is a show where we talk about music. I'm your first listener, Randy, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Clay. Here, welcome here. to the show, Clay. Here, here. Hello. Yes. Um, <laughs> gavel, gavel. Order, order. order, order. <laughs> um. <laughs> no one's going to know what that means. No, uh, this is... Well, in our little recording thing i have to i have to name our session and, and i named it people florida versus miley cyrus so yeah we were just making some jokes about that before we started recording and it, and it bled over into the record that's fine yeah um, it's a little inside inside baseball behind the scenes people mm-hmm. love that shit yeah you know I, I never know what to name it but i just um I'm not even really trying to come at her like that, but it is, um, <laughs> I, I, I hope not, because it'll be a contentious episode. I'll be mad at you. You know, she, she the way that she just was so innocent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, okay. I, no, I just, I'm, you know, it's all, we're having fun here. Um, how's, you can, how's you can, you can be my angel or my devil. It would seem. <laughs> how's your, how's it going, man? Uh, well, big, uh, uh, breaking tunes mm-hmm. I got, uh, this is not actually breaking tunes, but it's, it is for me personally, I got some new headphones, mm. uh, they're actually not new, but they're new to me, and they're also some, not that old, so I'm gonna call some, them new. Some tech news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, breaking bites. Breaking, uh... I think tech news is fine. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, these, yeah, these things are pretty nice. They're sound canceling, um, and uh, they they sound real good. So, oh, wait, uh, what kind? What brand? They're uh, they're Sony's, um, okay. and they're pretty nice. I've never had Sony headphones before. Yeah. I generally like Sony up. products. Ezra Koenig loves loves Sony as a that's, as a company. That's true. Famous famously. <laughs> puts the Sony music thing on all of his albums, even though signed to. <laughs> They're uh, not Columbia, signed to Sony, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I like Sony as a company. I, I very, think that's incredible, yeah. and also like he's not a gamer too. Like I think no, they just, just like they just like Sony. Yeah, yeah. He likes their other stuff. He likes their like philosophy or something. I don't yeah. know. He's a weird well, guy. And also like, like branding. Like he's into you know he's very he's into like, into, like corporate aesthetics. Like, he, he loves and like stuff. Ralph Lauren and. Yeah. yeah yeah uh, but, so hey, i think I, that's more more than anything why he loves sony it's just the aesthetics no it's 100 percent. that's the kind of guy he is and um hey i, I, I love ezra Koenig. yeah we're um, here for it yeah um, but anyway you, you these know, headphones are good yeah anyways that's exciting you got new headphones i say that's exciting yeah um, I, I will say the album we're going to talk about today I, I listened to it before getting these new headphones and I listened to it with the new headphones this morning because I got them yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Um, and uh, it benefited, but I guess we'll get we'll get more into that later. Yeah, I really should listen to albums with headphones more. I do it, you know, every now and then. But I like, I don't know, I, I like using my speakers. I like having it play out in the open. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's two, you know, two different kinds of listening experiences. I'm sure we've is, talked it, about it, this before, but like certain it, albums I think are better for one or the other, you know? I definitely think that's true, and I think, yeah. Well, um, the the new Miley Cyrus record is it's not I, a headphones I, album. I, I, I think I was just excited about my new headphones. But, but it's it's you know it's very poppy, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do. It is something that's like I forget about how important it is, or how much 
Not like you you can go without doing it and like be fine and you're not like a big you know audio nerd person but it really elevates albums and I, f- I forget it because I just am so used to not using my headphones even though I have like so, you know I have these audio technicas that are pretty good um that yeah. it really like if if it's like you know something with like some lush instrumentation you know some like fleet boxes or something the headphones really uh mm-hmm. are a game changer but we're not talking about headphones no well hmm, yeah i mean what's uh, anything else new with you um hmm i am having so I want to be fully honest with the listeners. I said I was off coffee. And I, I have been off coffee for like a month, but I am having a little coffee treat this morning because I still had some coffee left in the fridge from quitting. And I was like, well, I can have a little coffee as a treat. So yeah, I'm, not, like I'm still not doing it every day. Yeah. Um, I'm still not doing it every day, but I am having some a little treat coffee this morning. Yeah, you decided to help yourself. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm also I'm having a McDonald's coffee and it's it's good. I have a nice little sausage McMuffin, a little coffee. Yeah, um, nothing wrong with it. You know, the, here's some McDonald's news. My hash brown came in a cardboard sleeve instead of the uh, the uh, little plastic thing they used to do. Um, That's crazy. A like hash brown sized. Yes, a hash brown sized, looking like a little fry box, but it was flat and contained the hash brown. It was hash brown size. Huh. Um. Crazy. So pretty interesting. Um, if you are are big into McDonald's, yeah, breaking shoes. Um, yeah, it's a, a pretty an interesting kind of a lateral move. I don't know. I, yeah, I wonder if it's more cost effective. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it kind of because the the plastic paper thing would get all greasy and stuff. Maybe this is just aesthetically. I assume is the it is better. I don't know. It looks like a fry box. It's it's kind of fun. Hey, we're talking about it. Um, so, so you can't no such thing as bad press. You can't pull the movie. No <laughs> such thing as bad press. Um, so as as I'm sure Miley Cyrus uh, would tell you. You could send the send the check in the mail. All right. Because um, I'm talking about. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. Nothing is really we since we talked last week. I don't know that anything's really new. The Oscars happened. Um, yeah. I mean, there is. Uh, uh, no, never mind. I was going to ask you about something that I'll ask you about after we record. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that on the yeah. record. Um, <laughs> I, I realized that I was about, as I was about to say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyways, I mean, yeah. Oscars. I didn't. I have not watched the Oscars. I probably am not going to. Um, I saw oh, that's something I do want to talk about. Actually, sorry, I, I interrupted you. But do you, do you have an Oscars thing? Okay. Well, did you watch them? Because I didn't. So here's the thing I want to talk about is. I don't know if you remember. I texted in one of our group chats. Oh yeah, you didn't know how to watch them. I didn't. I like didn't have a way to watch them. I don't have like anybody who like can give me a cable. Like everybody's cord cord cutting these days. I had no yeah, way to watch anything on ABC. I'm on and off of like YouTube TV. Yeah, I'm about to get back on it for the NBA uh, finals, but mm-hmm. um, for the Oscars, it just. It, um, I was thinking of doing it, but wasn't excited enough for. It. And I was, you know, I was busy that day. But anyways. Yeah. So here's what, here's yeah. here's what I ended up doing was I was I was like googling try, and I was trying to think of anything and there seemed to be no options and so I went on Twitch and just oh. looked for the Oscars all over Twitch and I found like multiple streamers 
like surreptitiously streaming it mm-hmm. but uh only like people in in spanish speaking countries were doing it i don't know why that's the case uh i don't know mm-hmm. if it's like different laws in other countries or something about doing this and like the first couple i started watching <laughs> got got taken down real fast they just like suddenly stopped streaming um and, but then i found this one girl and i have no idea who she is what country she was in and my spanish is not great so i could only understand about like i don't know like 25 percent of what she was saying um and she was much louder than the audio of the oscars so i was watched that's how i watched the oscars was with her and every, the whole thing like that? <laughs> i watched about half of it like that and she was just reacting to it the whole time uh-huh and every oh, once man. in a while she would like change her screen so it wasn't showing the oscars anymore to like beat the the like sensor algorithm or whatever that tries yeah. to catch people um so i would also like lose it every once in a while where and she would just be talking about it but i couldn't see it um so that, that was a really interesting way to watch the oscars by myself that's crazy, man. Um, <laughs> that's a really funny visual to me. Uh, just, that's really funny. Yeah. Um, you know, they do like free trials for like Sling and YouTube TV that you could probably um, have taken advantage of, but it's okay. Yeah. I Honestly, um, I think I had more fun doing what I did than I would have uh, doing that. Right. I mean, it sounds like they were a real snooze. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel, who cares? Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't miss out on him. Once. Uh, yeah, whatever. Who cares? I don't. I don't care. Um, yeah, I still haven't congr- seen it. Congratulations. It's. I mean, it's just like it. it it's. I don't like. W- um, it's fine. Like it's like. Uh, I appreciate the, 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 like people like it a lot, and I there are things I like about it too. Mm-hmm. But it, it, is, it is one of those things where it's like there's certain. There's so much hype around it. There are certain awards that it's just like there's no. You can't justify like Jamie Lee Curtis, winning. Like you can't doesn't make sense like the screenplay winning doesn't make sense but like it's well it's just, i'll tell you what this this woman this or i don't know how old she was i guess yeah this woman who was streaming the oscars uh she was very excited about jamie lee curtis she kept yeah, saying mean, it's, it's, over and over again that jamie lee curtis is the best person in the world well she is yeah you know as far as celebrities go seems great um so <laughs> yeah she seems nice I guess that, that that's kind of what the Oscars are about anyways. It's like, so, you know, kind of like parsing hairs about like what actually should have won. I don't know. Not super yeah. interesting because that's just not how it is. But it is, you, you get moments like uh, Brendan Fraser winning, kind of unexpected. And mm-hmm. um, I, I liked, I because um, he was good in the whale, but also just, you know, his journey. It's weird because, like, I saw a lot of Austin Butler stands on Twitter, like, being like, Austin Butler was robbed. He turned into El- – he can't stop talking like Elvis now. <laughs> he put so much into this, like – he put it, and he became Elvis, and he should have won it. And, like, what the – and some being like, what the press did to him the past several months. Like, dude, do you know who Brendan Fraser is? Like, yeah, <laughs> do you that's know pretty I'm wild. Like, that's like, like that understand? is that is almost. And I actually I do like Austin Butler in Elvis, and yeah. he's he's good in the movie. But like yeah. that does come off. That's like almost as as rough to me as like so, somebody being like a stan of DC movies and being like Jared Leto was robbed for playing the Joker. <laughs> like that's just like that doesn't compute to me. You know what I mean? Well, like. Uh, 
I mean, Austin. I think Austin Butler would have been a worthy winner. Like Jared Leto as a Joker, not good. So that's the difference for me. I get. Yeah, um, that's fair. I, Austin Butler is is better than that. Like, I, I think it is a good award-worthy performance. But so is Brendan Fraser's. And to like turn it into like, yeah, about the guy or like what the press did is like, dude. Yeah, yeah. Fraser, Look, go- guy, Google like, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> and also like. It's it's less of an award for him in the whale, I think, than it is. It's it's an award f- just for him. You know what exactly. I mean? That's it's like how they gave him. best picture to the the third Lord of the Rings movie. That's exactly. not the best Lord of the Rings movie. That was just like a way for them to award the whole series and say like, man, you fucking like you did it. Yeah, it's like um, as far as performances go, I don't remember. I don't know if Colin Farrell was nominated for that or supporting actor. Um, <clears throat> Um, but no, I think he was a he was one of the lead. He's a lead in that yeah. movie. So, um, for, yeah, for yeah, for He Banshees, was also yeah. really good. But like, as far as like, I do think those were the three best performances: Austin Butler, Colin Farrell, and, and, and Brendan Fraser. Um, so it's like if you're just going off of that, yeah, yeah, Elvis. But it's like it is, it is. That's not what how these this works. Like you know, um, <laughs> except for that one year when Chadwick Boseman was supposed to win. Um, and Anthony Hopkins won instead. And they they saved it till the end. You remember that? Oh yeah. Uh, what did he win for? Was it like the father or something? Yeah. I think he won for the father. Yeah, which is like and, a movie nobody saw. And Chadwick was like supposed to win for like Ma Rainey, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Um, so it was pretty crazy. Sometimes yeah. it is just the performance, I guess. But uh, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> There's, you know, there's something there you could dig into, um, but it's um, congratulations to Brendan Fraser. Yeah, and I, I personally, you know, I hear everything you're saying, but I think that um, the Oscars are right about everything, and they always have been, um, and uh, Green Book is my favorite movie. So yeah, that, uh, that makes sense with everything else I know about you uh, <laughs> yeah, that we don't really yeah, talk yeah, about, yeah, yeah. so, yeah. Um, yeah, you try not to allow me to say my real my real thoughts yeah. on the show um yeah, well anyway like, that's that's oscar yeah. talk um i'm like a like a kind of progressive comedian on joe rogan who's just doing it for the the prep for the coverage for the exposure mm-hmm. it's like oh it's not like <laughs> yeah you're attaching <laughs> you're attaching yourself to me because i'm i'm like joe rogan i'm like gonna make you massively popular because yeah, i'm so you're, you're like really famous yeah, like, yeah yeah um, <laughs> like it's like oh, i don't really want to the association um, <laughs> um just kidding that's not it that's not the situation um but what is the situation yeah, i'm not famous is this is just a normal podcast where we talk about music mm-hmm. um and this week it's a little different but not it's not different um because this week we're talking about Miley Cyrus. Um, and Miley Cyrus is someone that Randy has a big problem with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, about, I'm putting um, her on blast. Laura, can, I, should, can we get into it? Yeah. Um, because I guess um, I thought it would be fun to, I mean, we just, last week we weren't really sure what to talk about, and this this had just come out, and it is a good pop, with the, the, the new Miley Cyrus, I think, it, is kind of notable in that, it, it's, um, you know, obviously every album that she does is a pop record, but this is like, there's this always is, some sort of like, 
aesthetic shift that she's doing mm-hmm. um, with the project. This one is kind of just like, here's the record. Like, here's a pop record. Yeah. Um, and I think that's interesting. And I, and I think that the album is good. It's nothing like crazy special. But um, I do, like Miley Cyrus, just in general, is someone that, um, you know, we both uh, being, you know, we're in our, in our late 20s um, have, have, it's a generational thing, I think. Like, I grew up. Um, I grew up with two sisters. Um, we watched a lot of Hannah Montana. We, uh, every, they loved Miley Cyrus. I love Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I've really have, um, yeah, been a fan of her for her whole career. And, and, and it's been an interesting career that I don't think we need to get into the whole thing because it's a, kind of a well-known trajectory um, with Miley Cyrus's, you know, child star into pop star with the, the just the various you know negative press and ridiculous like controversies and, and stuff like yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't really have to get into all that but um, i do want to i guess uh, you know set a primer um what's your what is what's your relationship with the uh with the woman <laughs> um well uh, i don't know if i want to say uh <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I like Miley Cyrus. I also watched the show when I was a kid. Um, and uh, it also, I um, I guess I've always been, like, I've been interested in her, the trajectory of her career, especially in the last few years as she's been doing, you know, as you were saying, like, aesthetic shifts between each record. Um I was kind of, you know, I kind of get mildly excited for each uh, new Mi- record of hers to come out. Yes, mildly. I I thought that you would maybe Mi- latch on to that. Mildly. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That was a mess. I might edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I thought about it myself as I was saying it, and I, I decided to let it go. But uh, mm-hmm. Well, we've talked about it for about seconds now. So, <laughs> that's that's uh, what I have you for. Um uh, yeah, but I, I, I was excited for this record as well, and um, for me, I wouldn't say that this record has disappointed, uh, but it also hasn't exceeded expectations. It pretty much has been my expectations, mm-hmm. um, which is which is fine, um, and nothing. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I, I I I feel like for the last few records of hers, I'm always rooting for her, um, and I want to come away with the feeling that I'm like. This this is a, a great new Miley record. She's really um, done something great here, which, and it, she never quite which, gets there. Which you don't, you never really get that from her. Um, yeah. But there are things that are, I think, great about her, and, and there are good, really good songs on each record. Um, and, and for me, like, it's she kind of had the comeback, you know, like, she, she grew older, um, and then she started. There's controversy, you know, just bait, teenager smoking weed stuff. Uh, like, oh my god, like. Um, and she wasn't doing music for a little bit, and it was like it was like 2013 with Bangers was her her comeback, kind of per se, um, and that's and that's when I, um, you know, since then, like I just I remember that so well, like the you know the Robin Thicke VMA performance, mm-hmm. um, r- Wrecking Ball, like just it was so pervasive, like in high school, yeah, um, where I like and. I love bangers, and I also love Miley Cyrus and her dead pets. 
the um, way she collaborated with Wayne Coyne of the Flaming Whips on. It is very flawed. I love it. Um, I just mm-hmm. like so that for me was like wow. Okay, this is an artist who uh, at that point she was you know she was intentionally being edgy, right? Like because it's like kind of a reaction to everyone like oh like trying to make these controversies out of nothing. She's like I'll you know I'm gonna fucking do it. That's what she was doing. I remember my mom went to like the bangers tour i think with like um maybe both of my sisters at least the young at least at least one of them mm-hmm. um and my mom after she was like that's one of the the best shows i've ever been to it was crazy there's like a little person dressed like a joint running around um <laughs> and, and she was just going crazy she was all these dancers and crazy stuff going on the whole time uh, but then there's a part of the show where she like went out in the center of the arena with like a guitar and did some old songs and and did some some more classic Miley stuff and th- my mom really loved that and just yeah she's always said like that's one of the best concerts I've ever been to like she is a, a great performer um, and yeah it's just like my whole family loves Miley Cyrus so it's like we watch like during holidays you watch little YouTube videos performances um, like I showed my mom a couple years ago the the covers that she released for Plastic Hearts, which I think one of the best parts of that album cycle were like the covers of Zombie uh, and, and that sort of thing that she was putting out. Just because the thing about Miley Cyrus is I really do think she's one of the great vocalists of our generation. Um, so, um, like, when she's able to really belt and like play to those strengths, um, which even happens some, a lot sometimes on this album, um, the new one, mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's really what I think is special about her. One of the things that's special about her as an artist. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's really, I, I think that <coughs> post Miley Cyrus and her dead pets with younger now and plastic hearts, it's kind of been like, she's matured a lot. There's like more focus there, but at the same time, it's a little less interesting for me. Um, but there's still enough there to, to that, that's like, yeah, I, I like this. This is good. I'm enjoying this. It's as good as any um, a lot of other you know pop music, like music out there. Yeah, I, I would agree with with that assessment uh, pretty much, and I'm very jealous of your mom and your sisters going to that show. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess with that, I mean maybe we just get into because it, it sounds like you re- you revisited some more of the old stuff. Um, I did, but that was, I mean, that was because I wanted to. Um, yeah. We don't have to, like, necessarily get into it that much. Um, yeah, because I, d- I like, did not do that. But, yeah, um, I mean, that's fine. I, d- I, I have memories of all those records. I've listened to all of them. But You've listened to them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I hadn't listened to the entirety of Miley Cyrus and her Dead Pets in a while because it's, it's I mean, it's all over the place. There's a lot of, like, it's pretty it's weird sloppy. and cringe. It's sloppy. That's what I like about it. But it's also, like, there's some legitimately um, good production. So Ariel Pink's on there. Yeah, Ariel Pink. And it's like, I like that stuff. I like, she's just one of those artists that it's like, um, I have a strong connection with, you know? So even yeah. w- on like a new album, it's like um, where some of it can feel a little soulless. Like it's, it's interesting with this album because you start with, it starts with Flowers, the single version, which I think is kind of a weak lead single a week opening track yeah it's fine it's all it's, right it's not it is bad. it is crazy um, popular though 
it's crazy popular, but the album ends with the demo for Flowers. Which is which better. Is like way better. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's actually like a really good version of the song. Yeah, it's a really good version of her song, and it's exactly like playing to her strengths. Like, mm-hmm. she's got these like sultry vocals, and it's, and it's an emotional kind of song, but you lose that in like the slick production that goes with the, the single track. So it's kind of frustrating because it's like you can see like the, the, her talent as a songwriter, her talent as a performer, but it's just, it, it only comes through like about half the time on this record, I think. Um, which I do think, I do think it's a step over Plastic Hearts. Like I really enjoyed the aesthetic shift, like to being like kind of like a Joan Jet type of like rock and roll type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I just don't really think she delivered on it because again, it'll be like okay, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do some kind of country stuff. I'm gonna do rock and roll, but it's like well, you're not really you're really doing pretty standard pop music for these past you know several r- albums. Which is kind of why I like that with this record, it's just like, yeah, that is what I'm doing. And you can you can take it or leave it, um, which some of this, like, I think with the second track, Jaded, it instantly, it picks up quite a bit. I think Jaded is a good track. Yeah, um, I was, I, that's one I want to call out as well. performance on it is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, the, it's like, that's, I, like, what, listening to this album, it's like, the first time through, those songs stuck out to me and i was like damn this is really good and then it turns out there's only about half the tracks i really want to go back to but still very good yeah yeah i i think again i i basically agree with you um and i do think i don't know i think you could cut a couple tracks from this and it would make it a little tighter it would make the album a little bit stronger um but I do think, yeah, the the one thing that I really want to call attention to is I think it, it, I first noticed it, like, really heavily on Plastic Hearts, which I agree is not, like, a great record, although I do like her, her covers that she was doing exactly. around that time because she mm-hmm. is, like, a really magnetic performer, and she yeah. has an incredible voice. And I think as yeah. she's she's gotten older, you can, like, really hear that she's kind of put, put some miles on the engine. Yeah, um, and she really brings something to those songs, too. Um, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, and I, I think that, again, here on this record, the songs are better overall, for the most part, and her performances are are still just as good as, as she ever was, um, if not better. Um, so yeah. I, I do really enjoy that. I think her voice is, is pretty incredible. Like, I would, I'd like her voice these days more than the vast majority of pop singers like she's in the top tier of, of pop singer vocalists right now for me yeah no i was we talked about paramore a few weeks ago and it's like kind of with i i think of Haley williams and miley cyrus as like the best vocalists of our generation you know there are other great ones too but like mm-hmm. they, they would probably be my top five um both of them um but, but miley cyrus it's just like even when so like on this record I really fall asleep in the second half of it for the most part. Yeah. Um, but I was listening to it this morning, and you, like a song like Wild Card. It's like, you know, this song doesn't excite me. It's not really interesting, but she's still good on it. Like, I, just listening to her vocals, it's still, like, if it was just, if someone else was singing, you know, B.B. Rex or so, I don't know, like, some some nobody that I don't even know who they are was singing <laughs> this song, <laughs> I could hear it on the radio and think nothing about it. But, like, Miley Cyrus singing it, it's, it, it, it is 
good. Like, it, it, yeah. it truly elevates it. Uh, yeah, she does bring more than is there on the page. And also, um, I will say, you know, listening to this thing on headphones, it's very crisply produced. Um, it's, you know, it's pretty slick. It's a pop record. But, it you know, the, the instrumentation generally, I think, sounds pretty nice, pretty tight. Yeah, um, even though it, a lot of it's very trendy, it's still it's still for her some new stuff. Like some of the production on like um, I don't like Violet Chemistry, like second half of that song, it sort of shifts. There's some some synth stuff going on that that's just it's it's new to her at least, and, and it's it's done well. Yeah, I I think I think my major my major kind of gripes with this record could be summed up, I think, as being mostly like. You could trim a little bit of fat off of it, and also, um, it's just a little bit too one-dimensional in terms of the theming. Yeah. It feels like every song is kind of variations on the same sort of, uh, like, anti-love song or, like, broken love song kind of idea. Yeah, um, definitely. I think my favorite track is is You, which is more of a standard love song, mm-hmm. um, and I also really like the production on that track. Um the mm-hmm. sort of lada dot like in the background and i think it's a, it's a dreamy um sweet song where she also is able able to um to shine as, as a as a performer um, so that's my favorite track but i do think that you're right like it, it is she's thematically um i mean and it's, it's a consistent theme for her like she's doing she does these songs a lot um mm-hmm. and, she, and she's a good writer a lot of them are good songs but it is it's pretty one-dimensional uh, I, I would agree. I think it's about, you know, it's it's about like a, a C plus for me. Yeah, I, I'm I'm roughly in the same the same camp on this one. I think. Yeah. Um, just shout out Island. That's the song in the second half of the album. I said I don't really like the second half. I kind of like Island because it's kind of like a beachy. <laughs> that song vibe-y. is kind of weird. Like it's almost uh, like a like a sad Jimmy Buffett song. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's kind of but like it reminds me of like what Lord was trying to do on um the the previous Lord record. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. But it's like, you know, Miley Cyrus smart enough to not try to base an entire record off of off of the that Yeah, um, it also doesn't have the uh, sort of like I don't, there was like sort of a, a weird kind of snooty sort of rich person cheek. spiritualism yeah, to like, that Lord record. You, that you don't get that this is supposed to be ironic. Like, <laughs> well, okay. I mean, is it ironic if you are a rich celebrity? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Which at least Miley Cyrus has the the good sense to not do any of that. Yeah, um, man. Oh man, I I, t- I was reading her Wikipedia page while I was like sitting around waiting this morning. Um, a beast of a Wikipedia page. Uh, yeah. I could not get through it. It's, it's you know, it's like a, a novella. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But I, uh, before we recorded, I this is what I was thinking. I totally forgot about it. But <laughs> there's one sentence that was something that was news to me. It just just to give a picture of, of how ridiculous the the controversies were for her when it was like first like it was really the can't be tamed era an album that i'm not super familiar with but was mm-hmm. sort of her her for first foray into dancier music and also um you know what the media would have called racy performances i don't know uh, provocative stuff which was really not that provocative but anyways yeah. it's, it's um th- this is just a, a, a sentence i'm going to read from the the wikipedia page um that November was announced that Cyrus would be the voice of Mavis in the animated film Hotel Transylvania. 
However, by February 2012, she was dropped from the project and replaced with Selena Gomez. At the time, Cyrus said her reason for leaving the movie was wanting to work on her music. Later, it was revealed the real reason behind her exit was because she bought her then-boyfriend Liam Hemsworth a birthday cake shaped like a penis and licked it. <laughs> oh, my God. What? She lost the job? Because I don't... Was he... Where was he? Where did this happen? Did you tell on her? What? I mean, yeah. Maybe, maybe, I mean, knowing that guy, maybe he did. <laughs> I guess I don't. I don't. Know. I, I don't actually know. That I, is that I, is insane. I didn't check the footnote on it, but I was just reading it, and I had to do a double take when I. I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will say, I also, as we were like starting up to record, I always do. Even if I haven't, you know, done much research for an episode, I'll do. I'll do a quick Google as we're start, starting up to record, just <laughs> to see if people are. Uh, you know what people are talking about and immediately when i i just like googled miley cyrus just to see what would come up and immediately it was just like news stories that just make me want to like gouge my eyes out yeah no it's still, and i was just like i can't i can't on on this episode i don't want to know more like I, i'll just talk about the album because like i don't want to um also i'll just say i don't really like the the joke that i made when you asked me what my relationship with miley cyrus is it felt it felt a little gross i didn't like it after i said it um i don't know i i didn't like it i i feel like i followed a a bad instinct there um it's okay Um, yeah anyway is that is that all we got to say about this album i feel like there's i mean it's a little bit slight right like despite being yeah it is i kind of figured our conversation you know it doesn't no need to like make it super long it, it is a it's a pretty like standard pop record and my interest in it is more just i like miley cyrus but i also think it's good it's worth listening to if you like pop music i like pop music i like miley cyrus i like this record um good feature good brandy carlisle feature so she's you yeah know, she still like shows that she's got the chops like as a country artist like i think that that's a consistent thing that she does mm-hmm. um so i i i miley cyrus only like a few years older than us um, yeah three years still, older than us still very young still like so i'm just interested to see i because i do think like consistently kind of tuning her sound getting better getting more confident as a musician um and someone who i think is interesting as an artist often um, even if the past few records have been a little little one-dimensional i am interested i do think that we have some great miley cyrus records on the horizon so something to something to track um, you know i was tr- i'm trying to find more about this penis cake um <laughs> it's uh doing some investigative journalism um she what she dated pete davidson i missed that I one i guess so she, you know with that guy it's like i'm like everyone's dating it's, I think it's like I'm the freaking planter's peanut is gonna be dating P. David. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're gonna make a little nut, nut junior. Yeah, you know how they made that baby. Yeah, P. Davidson. Um, that was probably maybe a commercial, maybe commercial, free commercial idea. Planter's peanuts. Send the check in the mail. Um, I don't know. Not much information about the penis cake, but um. I accepted at face value. It's that crazy that she lost her job because of that. Yeah, pretty wild. Well, Miley Cyrus, safe travels. Um, yeah, good on you. Um, good on you. 
And I, you know, I'll, this, I will remain. Not guilty. I will, yeah. <laughs> gavel, gavel. Here, Peace. here. Class dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We have reached a, the jury has reached a unanimous verdict. And it's, you're all good, dude. Yeah. What um, were you gonna say? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm still. I remain interested to see where her career goes next. I'll keep checking in on, on new records when she drops. So. Yeah. Um, the under the radar artist Miley Cyrus, someone to keep an eye out. For. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Check she's her out. Kind of interesting. And actually, she's um, she's actually kind of heating up the charts right now, which is crazy yeah. for such a you know an under the radar artist. Yeah, and she, she bears a striking resemblance to. Uh, a certain pop star yeah. <laughs> you may have heard of. Yeah. Uh, did you watch much Hannah Montana when you were younger? Is yeah, I, I watched a good amount. Yeah, I feel like most people did. Like, I, yeah. I, I do think I watched a lot more of it because of my sisters, but I would have watched it even if I didn't have sisters. But I mean, uh, it was did, just, it did was just I, one of our shows. Um, did I watch Hannah Montana say what? Am I oh, right? Yeah. Um, dang, what are what's the other? Um, <laughs> I don't shit. It's been a long time since I, uh, you know, you got Jackson there. He's goofing around. I feel like he has a catchphrase or something. Yeah, probably. To, I don't remember. Used to go. Uh, um, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a catchphrase. <laughs> I think his catchphrase was, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, good, good show. show. Yeah. Yep, yeah. we all like it. Um, yeah, you had a real Rico. Uh, you know, sure. A little Her- dog, you know. Um, was, that what, <laughs> was that what his character was? I don't know. Yeah, What's he was on? a little horndog. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's, that's, I think that'll do us on Miley Cyrus' discussion. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Dude, it's a I've been listening to, to a new record that's come out. What have you been listening to? I have also listened to a new record that's come out. I think I know what you've been listening to, so you get into, get into it, because I haven't listened to it. Well, I've probably listened to 10,000 Gex about 10,000 times. Wow. Um, that's an exaggeration, but it is. I had to like intentionally listen to the new Miley Cyrus this morning, because it's the only thing I've listened to since it came out Friday, like from Friday morning until this is Sunday morning. I've been listening to it. It's like a 26-minute record, so the, that the fact that it's been the only thing I've been listening to does mean I've listened to it like 10 to 15 times. Um, That's a lot. It's really good. It's like um, my album of the year so far. Um, it's wow. like it's like crack to me. Like the music, it's like <laughs> yeah, it's like crack. It's um, yeah, it's kind of like those Cheddar Bay biscuits. Yeah, it's like those biscuits. Um, <laughs> it's like a, it's like Girl Scout cookies. Nah, there's just something about. I mean, I love 100 Gex. I loved the first one. I love the remix album. I really hope that we've got a full remix album. Tree of Clues coming for 10,000 Gex. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just, I mean, it's they're, they're having so much fun. I'm having so much fun with them. I also legitimately do think the music is good. The, the it, I mean, it's it's fun. It's stupid. Like frog on the floor is something that I think a six-year-old would like, um, <laughs> but I also like it as a not six-year-old. Um, so mm-hmm. it's a cute song that one is. But but then you got seven twenty-seven, just a, a, a banger. Um, most one in person in the United States, kind of more of a low-key. Uh, just it's good. It's good. It's good. It, and I have barely even listened to some other stuff, like Eve's tumor dropped only listen to that a little bit i've just been into the 10,000 gex it's awesome love yeah. it 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. I kind of forgot that it was coming out until I saw people tweeting about it yesterday, and then I, I didn't make the time to listen. But I'm gonna. Um, and it's exciting to hear that it's good, because if it's good, then I'll like it. Um, and, and hey, it's you, it's very short. You'll like that. Short songs, short album. I do like that. Yeah. In and out, in a jiffy. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, it is. They do that thing of um, me, me, me is the uh, me, me, me is the um, closing track, a, a single from 2021, um, which which is a good single. Uh, you know, one of the, one of the best songs on the album. I mean, they're all great, but. It's always weird, you know. It's always weird to me when when artists artists do that, but I, I get it makes sense that you know. Yes, yeah. they've been working on this for a couple of years, and they wanted to release that song when they when they when they did, and then you know, no 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 knocks, no knock in the album for that. It's just it's, I was like, hmm, this is an old song. Bit of a on. bit of a hotline bling situation. Um, yeah, but that that's the uh, yeah kind of. I guess I do I do that find one, that a that, little that weird. That was a weird situation because it's like that album. I think it was what views views is so yeah. way too long and it was like you're just putting it on here because it's one of the only good songs from the <laughs> like because it's on the album it makes it one of the only good songs on <laughs> the album that that record sucks yeah um, and well yeah and obviously you know that's a clear you know money making ploy from a huge artist like that it's yeah, just it's like streaming fucking yeah. money making thing um, but I don't think Gex I think it's you know they care about the, they're they really care about the craft yeah um Cool yeah. stuff. I think I'm seeing yeah. them on Hard Rock, uh, May 11th. Oh, they're uh, playing Hard Rock. Yeah, well, I'm going with Frank. Um, wow, so that sounds fun. It's a Thursday, so yeah. Very nice. Um, well, oh, you know, did I ever talk about? Um, I mean, since we're not running very long on this episode, I guess I could talk about it now. Did I ever talk about when I saw Big Thief? I don't think so. And you also said there was something you wanted to tell me about it. Did we talk about it? I don't. I don't, think, so. I don't think we ever discussed it. Uh, yeah. Let's see, recalling my memories of that night. Um, oh, yeah, so <laughs> it was a very funny show. The first thing I want to talk about, which is, like, actually relevant yeah. to what we talk about on the show, uh, first, Buck Meek played. Obviously, Buck Meek is their guitarist and co-vocalist and co-songwriter in, in Big Thief. Um, uh, and he did his, uh, like, solo set, but with a, with a band, but, like, his solo stuff. Um uh, as the opener, uh, so long, long nights for him on this tour seems like, but he was great. Yeah. Um, he played a lot of new songs that are from a record that he says is coming out this summer, I guess. Um, nice. and you said you liked those a lot. Yeah, I did. I so I I think we were both like pretty lukewarm on his first solo record. Yeah, um, it was good enough. Um, um, but and and I will say yeah. at least live, these new songs he was playing were great. Um, Big Thief also came out and their first song that they played was a new song that they said they had written that day on the tour bus um, wow and and uh, they, yeah they were sort of describing like the how the uh, windows on the bus they will sort of like you can open them but not all the way because they're bus windows they only open like three quarters of the way stuff like that um, mm-hmm. <laughs> No, but it was it was a it was a cool song, and it was kind of cool because like it you could tell that it was very new to them. Um, and she literally like stopped the song partway through, and was like, "I don't." She like was talking to the drummer, um, and she was like, "I don't." Let's try like verse verse first, like start over. And he like Aww. he like clicked back in, 
and they wow. went straight into the verse again and it was it was very cool to see them kind of like working it out wow. in real so time you got a front row seat to a peter jackson big thief documentary uh, <laughs> it was much like that yes yeah. um but yeah so that was pretty cool but also uh she, she was apparently trying out uh that night uh ear monitors for the first time <laughs> and she was she also had these giant sunglasses on uh and she also had injured her back <laughs> so she was sitting down with giant sunglasses on and she had the ear monitors in and she clearly was like very disoriented um and seemed like she was undergoing like real sensory overload and like just seemed like really like uh oh man she got fucking 11 over here yeah um you know stranger things like stranger things yeah, it's funny you say that because her head was shaved. Um, I my picture. I was like trying to picture. And I was like, yeah, this 11, 11, 11 motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so she she's very. It was like a very weird vibe because she did like stop songs a couple times to be like, I don't know about this ear monitor thing, and she would just sort of like talk to the audience for a while about how she felt about the ear monitor. Um, which was just very, it was very funny. I don't know. She was very funny and charming. And like, I feel like I kind of expected Big Thief to be, uh, especially because I saw them before opening for the National a couple years ago. And I think probably because they were an opening band at that point, uh, they were a little more buttoned up, uh, just playing the songs and getting out. But with them headlining, uh, they were all kind of like cross-talking between songs. They were like very like charming and, and open and like not... I feel like you expect like a sort of quote unquote like serious indie band like them to be very aloof and just sort of like play their songs, um, mm-hmm. but they were they were like very affable, like very very friendly and funny, which was surprising what? to me. That's wacky. Oh, that's yeah. Nice. Yeah, that sounds like um, a fun fun show. Yeah, it was a good show. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's yeah. fun to talk about shows when we see them on here. Dude, Oso Oso is coming in April. I kind of want to go. That would be sick. Um, yeah, I love that band. I feel like they came like a year ago, and I missed them. Um, that sounds right. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're playing with someone good too. Um, I'm looking up real quick. Uh, but anyways, that's cool. I I wish I could have gone. I think it's sold out. Um, I think like you had mentioned it, and I was like, oh damn! And I looked it up, and it was sold out. And I I wouldn't have been able to go anyways. But um, oh yeah 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 very very <coughs> cool. Where was it? Hard Rock. Uh oh, the the Big Thief show or Oso Oso. Big Thief, where did you see them? Uh, Beachum, yeah. Yeah, Beachum. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Oso. There, Oso Oso is also playing at the Beachum, April seventeenth. I don't know what day of the week that is. It's a Monday. God damn it! I hate Monday concerts. Yeah, um, that's what uh, that's what fucking Big Thief was, and I'll also say this: we 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 missed their fucking like last couple songs because we got too sleepy yeah yeah uh oh so so are they even had oh so so microwave delta sleep and moth moth i don't know i don't know if i'll go to that um because i'm now that i know that i'm going to 100 gex in may i might just wait for that we also have you blew it in may right yes which we bought the tickets for yeah um and damn wait camp trash did i fucking oh god i'm going i'm gonna look into it i don't need to do that right now we're fucking recording a podcast um yep (laughs) um sorry um (laughs) i did a lot of that out i got distracted um 
but anyway, you were talking about Big Thief, and, and it, yeah, that sounds like a, that sounds like a fun show. But it was did you rec- is there anything you've been listening to that you wanted to? Oh yeah, so there's a new Unknown Mortal Orchestra album out. Mm, yeah, and it is good. Ooh, interesting. And I know. I listen to it. I've I've seen. It started to get the, it's getting the the, the muted kind of a, it's not dropping with a, a bang. No, yeah, a bit of a thud. I would say. A bit of a thud. Yeah. But um, I did listen. They've released like, I don't know if I like this, but they've released like five singles, and I've listened, to, all of them. Mm-hmm. And I think I told you I did I told you about this uh, when you were in town for the Big Thief show. I was, I was like, "Did you know about these UMO singles, right?" Yeah, um, I remember that. And and I and I and I I thought and I still think this. I thought they were good at the time because mm-hmm. it's kind of. But I haven't listened to the album yet. But it reminded me of of, of their second album too, mm-hmm. uh, kind of a more straight stripped back sound. Um, but you like this record. Yeah, I, I I think it's real good. I've only listened to it like one and a half ish times, all like, so one time all the way through basically, um, and uh, but I do think it's good. I pretty much always like them. Um, I and my partner is also a huge fan of them, uh, even yeah. bigger fan than I am. Uh, so like they're yeah. they're kind of one of one of our bands i guess so i'm predisposed to liking them i think that's because true. of that so i guess that's sort yeah. of a caveat on it but i will also say i do think that the songwriting is really good on this record um i think there's some really catchy melodies it does have i think what's maybe rubbing people the wrong way about it is like how kind of like hazy the production is um and it's it it is like a little there is like some of that chillness that they have been doing on the last record as well, where it's like this they're not doing the like wild psych rock thing that yeah. they did that they've done on some records as yeah. much With, like it's it's a little more like chill a little jazzier. People, mm-hmm. I didn't it, get super into the last record. Yeah. I remember that. I remember I remember trying to and and ultimately just not being able to aside from some really you know legitimately good songs. Um, it's 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 kind of like a future island situation where I think that it's like they have a couple like records, you know, that people are like, "Ooh, yeah, these are good." Um, and, but then when they they put out something and it's good, but it's just it's kind of like just them doing their thing. People are like, "Ah, this is fine. This is like not not as good as it should be, or whatever." Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, well, they're just like they're just doing their thing. Like it's still good. It's like that future islands record that came out a couple years ago as long as you I are was, yeah i thought was awesome and yeah it didn't get like the big reception um yeah that it's like, that oh, record maybe rules maybe it's because they have they had what singles yeah um uh, it's like so people and like umo i don't know if this is as big as singles but they have multi-love like mm-hmm. um, which for me is a huge record i love it um and it's kind of nothing is ever going to be like on the same levels of multi-love it's never gonna that was maybe a, that was maybe a career record in my opinion yeah uh, I, th- I think that's probably true like i think i i maybe like the rest of their catalog more than it sounds like you do but um but yeah, yeah multi-love well, is obviously like pretty pretty fucking fantastic but i don't i don't think that means the rest is bad i just mean like even if you could have a record that like you prefer over it but like just as far as like impact and just like um, 
the like thematically it works it's like kind of just oh, yeah. it's something an artist can only like it's not it's not going to happen a lot but that doesn't mean that the, they're not still making really good music mm-hmm. um, so i'm excited to listen to this new ulmo record i think i'm gonna like it based off of the the singles yeah and i will say as well like a lot of times it's because of the way he likes to mix their records a lot of times the vocals are really not in the forefront like the melodies are but it's very hard to parse out what he's singing about. Um, he still kind of mixes the vocals in the same way on this record, but I will say that like I find it I maybe because of the more, it's a little bit more vibey, um, it's a little easier for me to pick out what he's singing about, and it does feel to me like this is... It feels to me, and I don't know that this is factually true, but just listening to the record, it feels to me like uh, these songs are lyrically the most personal he's written other than multi-love um so if you like that angle from multi-love that it feels like those songs are about like real stuff in his life that he cares to be writing about um yeah. i think that i, did, I do yeah i think I that like you will like that about this record too um, yeah I'm excited. I, I feel I'm like excited. that's there um a lot, a lot of music i haven't listened to yet that i'm excited so um you know we were we were kind of we've been doing this we kind of were trying to like swap back and forth between picking the the topics for the next week we kind of fell off of that i think um i think technically it's my turn once again i did not think of anything (laughs) um i will say we've been doing a lot of pop music a lot of new music so i might um i don't really want to do like a whole hundred gex thing i like it too much to to talk about it (laughs) um yeah um uh, and maybe eve's tumor but but i was thinking maybe we can maybe i'll rack my brain a little bit you can too yeah because we can talk about whatever we want it doesn't have to be new music um mm-hmm. so uh, i was i was maybe gonna think of something that would be fun to fun to uh, dig into i will say anything. i i well i'll just pitch this real quick you can maybe cut this out of the episode if you if you want up to you but i don't like it uh <laughs> Um, my, I do have a little bit of a pitch, which is I've been listening to for the past few days, uh, my partner and I have been just like revisiting, um, like sort of the synth pop, indie synth pop kind of stuff from when we were Mm -hmm. in high school and like first couple years of college, um, records that we had not been in touch with and also checking out new stuff by some of those bands that we had not heard um which has been kind of interesting so like that that could be a potential pitch is like a yeah so so what are some of these bands like are you like talking like two-door cinema club like uh uh more like um uh purity ring uh okay churches um mm, i like churches uh yeah i would your suggestion has angered me um and <laughs> um i'm gonna use my executive power to uh force us to listen to the new u2 record songs of surrender uh two hours and 45 minutes of um covers of their old songs <laughs> covers <laughs> <laughs> they they sound like covers. Um, have you listened to these? Have, have you listened to this? No, uh, no. Have you heard about this? I will though. Uh, I'll do it. Yeah, we're not. I'm just kidding. Uh, I actually, that sounds fun. So, I don't know if the, uh, there's certain bands in mind or a band, but we can we can iron that out. That sounds fun. Uh, All right. Yeah. 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 We can fi- we can figure out the details. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. They're, they, boy, how do you, you, you two really, they did do that. They put that thing Insane. out. I mean, uh, I kind of, I was looking at a release calendar and I was like, oh, there's a new U2 album coming out tomorrow. Didn't look into it at all. It came out and I looked at it and I was like, well, it's also super bizarre because they have had, like, their last two actual records they put out have been Songs of Innocence and Songs of Experience. So if you've been if you've been following that at all, you think that it's going to be an actual follow-up, like an into a trilogy or something, and then it's yeah. just a totally different thing. It's it's baffling. And just, like, just, just keep remastering and putting out your old records. That's fine with me. Like, I'm kind of interested in, like, when they put out, like, all that you can't leave behind with, like all these live versions and stuff from old yeah. shows. Like, I'm, I'm kind of interested in that, but I'm, I'm not really go, interested in the bullshit yeah. they're doing now. I'm going to have to go watch some Bono interview to, to see, like, what kind of bullshit he's saying to justify this. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure he's saying some bullshit. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch the uh, Tiny Desk show? No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. What is it? Is it him doing uh, poetry about St. Patrick? Or... <laughs> I wish. I wish. I <laughs> wish. Um, Nancy Pelosi there. No, it's and, it's um, it's it's what you expect. It's him and the Edge. Edge has an acoustic guitar. They're singing old songs. You like it? Uh, it's fine. I would not say it's one of the better Tiny Desk shows I've seen, but it is. It's very novel to see them doing that. Uh, but other than that, uh, yeah, it's it's not one of the best Tiny Desk shows. Well, that's uh, okay. I'm excited about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you should be. <laughs> Also, Bono's uh, Bono's just not as good as he used to be. I'm I'm sorry I'm what? sorry I'm sorry Bono I'm Excuse sorry <laughs> I'm really I I'm sorry man I'm sorry, but he's just Bono, not. I I think it's everyone agrees that he's the prime of his career. Right? Um, <laughs> yeah, he's I don't know. No, I mean he's not. He doesn't wear. He doesn't do enough characters. Is the problem? I mean, yeah, bring have... bring back. Uh... What's the devil guy? What's yeah, I was trying to. Uh, uh, what is his name? He's like Maledicto or something. Mephisto or Mephisto? <laughs> yeah, Mephisto. 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 <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that, that, sh- yeah, that shit is tight. That, <laughs> no, but I like the fly. Uh, the fucking, yeah. just put on those fucking, fucking glasses good, man. Fly like, is also good. He doesn't good. do that shit anymore. What I did an article from 2016. Bono dressed as the devil for Jimmy Kimmel's Red Special single. It's called Macfisto. He's not the devil. Right? Yeah, people, show people, some respect. Put some respect on the name. People have forgotten Macfisto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they have strayed from the light. I'll tell you that. Um, oh, bring God. bring back Macfisto. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, now I want to listen to Octung Baby. Yeah, I could get back in. It's been a while since I've uh, done some U2. Uh, love me some Octune, baby. Um, yeah. yeah, well, um, that's. I think that's it. Yeah. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at GoodListenerPod. And that's it, right? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right, bye. Bye.